Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Cam Beamer, producer. I'm gonna let you um let them know what that song is because that's my first time hearing it. But it's a bang as y'all can know what that song is, bro. That's uh, Nino Calvin Nightcrawler. Okay. And is this song out? Yeah, but out. Okay. Once again, this your um third, third or fourth, fourth time. Second. No, not on this because we interviewed before I had the podcast. We interviewed in the East, one with you and sure, Zelly, yeah. and then the one um, with you and Stig, and this the fourth one. So this the fourth. I think he the only person who's been on here four times before this was the podcast. But super producer man, Beamer Boy Records, Cam Beamer himself, and he also engineers now. That's something new to me. So how's it been, bro, since the last interview? I think we did it, what, 2021, top of 2021 last year? January. Was it? I thought it was before the pandemic. Was it? I think it was. No, were you in Stig? Nah, I, my first, um, you was one of my first. Yeah, you was episode four, I think. Mm-hmm. Episode four, so that was 2021. Yeah. Um, how's it been, bro? You um, charted a few more times, you told me after that. Mm-hmm. How's life been for Beamer Boy Records? I mean, I've been taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music is getting better. Mm-hmm. I see uh, the growth from when I first started. Okay. Um, now, with... Being a producer and now you're engineering, what uh the differences you've seen with the engineering side and the producing side so far? Uh, they they both go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I um 
I mean, it, it feels the same to me, really. Okay. Honestly. Um, who? What? What got you into engineer? Well, I'm um transitioning full time now. Okay. So I, I'm trying to start recording stuff too. All right. So you you say you transition full? That mean you ain't making beats no more? No, I'm saying like I'm not working for nobody else. Oh, all right, all right. Cool. Now, you charted three times. What are the um projects that charted? Uh, it was with Nino. Mm-hmm. It was the um. I'm about to tell you right now. Okay. It was Nino one for me. Hmm. Uh, he had an R and B. That was the highest I've been on. That was um, that been like sixty five on an R and B chart. Okay. That was on um, Get Our Love songs, and then they had on um, Triple M. Okay. Now, the last time you charted, you you told me you wanted more. You got a little bit more. What's the feeling like now that you've been on that multiple times? I'm ready to get them plaques now. Mm-hmm. And it and, and this for um, I'm saying charter y'all. This is um. On Apple Music, you know, top 100 albums and songs and stuff like that. This is what we talking about when we say charted. So, you ready for some plaques now? How close are you to some plaques, if you know? <laughs> Shit, I, I don't know. I feel like I still got some some ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans music scene. Um, I had a, um, I had two um guys who behind the scenes. I had um Best High and Quantum Vision. I don't know if you've seen that episode, but he had a top 12 artist um on there. Have you seen this list? I know what you're talking about. Um, have you? Do you agree with the? Um, do you know the um, list off the top? You think? I agree with the first few of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they based it off because some people um, never see. I, I got him on there to exactly um, tell me what it was based off, and he was like, it was based off consistency, marketing, performing, and I forgot the last one. I think it's just work ethic. I think. So, what what did you like about the list? If, if, if it's based off that, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. But numbers wise, you know, I, some of these people, like I said, I ain't seen before. Cause yeah. I, I thought some people was paying to get on there. Was what? Oh, paying to get on? Oh yeah, yeah, I asked that question as well. <laughs> I asked, did anyone pay to get on this list? He said no, but because they had a couple people I didn't know as well. Uh, I never heard their music, but I knew them, but I never really heard their music. Mm-hmm. So I was asking all the questions that everybody wanted to know. Who you think should have been on there? Who missed out? Oh, they had Stone Cold Jesus on there? Mm-hmm. He was on there. Let me um look at this list. I'm while I, was... see. I need to see Let me look at it. Because I got another video. All right. We got Rifle 9, number one. Superbad, number two. Nino, three. C-Finance. Stone Cold Jizzle, number five. Treaty, six. TZ, seven. Cut a Gang, number eight. That's Jay Black. Number nine, Cole Youngit. Ten, Be Fresh. Eleven, Rasta Leo. And 12, 504, Icy Girl. They had YD on there? No. That's crazy. <laughs> and he talking about YD the Ellis. We're just playing that song. So, that's the only one you think should have been on there? Uh, any uh, other artists? So far from this year, that been dropping. Because mm-hmm. like, they, they still got a lot of people that ain't dropped yet either. Mm-hmm. But as far as like I see going up, he should have been on there. Okay. Who are some artists in the city that you think bring a different type of sound? Uh, j- it don't even got to be a different type of sound. Just that different feel that can make them be the next one. Zelly? Mm-hmm. He in his own lane with it. Like, I don't, I don't think that many niggas really doing the R and B like how you doing it. Right. I don't hear too much R and B from um, New Orleans. Um, what, what makes him so different though? First of all, he don't show his face, mm-hmm. and his style just different. Like he had tried things that you wouldn't expect from an artist. Mm-hmm. He had do some shit. I'd be like, what the fuck? And then, but it actually sound cold. Okay. And that it be sticking out to me. Do you think his music? 
um, is bigger than New Orleans. That's why New Orleans haven't, I guess, gravitated towards so much. I think he uh, probably prosper somewhere else. Okay. Than here. But like, I, I was seeing, I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of hood, but like, it's like a turn up hood. Mm-hmm. And like, he like on some chill vibes, lean back vibes. Okay. So I feel like in Houston, it's something that bitch should prosper. All right. Um, with the music industry today, a lot, a lot of people think it's watered down, but we have a lot of, I guess, new artists coming in the game with kind of their own sounds with more and more artists, but a lot of people say it's oversaturated with the drill, the shoot 'em up type music. What's your thoughts on that type of music? Well, you gotta think. It probably was like that back in the day, but they had the mm-hmm. internet, so we seen it more than what they were seeing it. Okay. And then, you know, it's easy to upload a song. You can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You had to go through, like, distribution companies and all that back then. Okay. You had to get your shit shelved and all that. All right. Um, with Beamer Boy Records, last time you told me it was just, um, I think last time it was just, like, the beginning of the process. Now that you got like a, a good year, a year and a half or something, what um is the purpose of the base structure of Beamer Bar Records? Uh, in the future, I do want to get some producers under there. Mm-hmm. I know I want my own artist. We still searching. Mm-hmm. I, I'm working with an artist right now. His name is Bezo Foel. Okay. So he, he might be under Beamer Bar Records soon. All right. He, now, another R&B. How does, how does that go with like, do you want an artist? You want to just make... Beats for him and engineer for him, and uh, it will be contractual. Contractual, but where he's an artist under your it's being a white record, basically like a label. But okay, because I, I, I want I want to be selfish with my artists and just hold them from like other producers because that might be the one to actually put them on. All right. So yeah, it'd be both. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving into that um, record label space. Do you have anyone um, there to like assist you with your business? Structure, uh, you just gonna go at it by yourself because I know they have some producers that sign people. DJ Drama sign, Lil Uzi. Um, they got who who your boy is. Um, Summer Walker X signed her. Money? Yeah. Money um, so it happened. So what's your take on that? What you mean? Um, like signing artists, being like so close to them, being a producer but signing them because. When you see that happen, they have like problems or something. Like when an artist signed to an artist, an artist signed to a producer. Some some people they work with closely, they have like problems with it. I feel like they don't need their personal feelings out the business. Yes. That's probably what make it turn sour. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you leave that out of it, you know, it, it should go good. Because mm-hmm. I, I think like the more closer your relationship is, it gets more away from like the business side because it seems personal. Like because if, if you're close with an artist, before y'all even made the business decision, and you like, and he's like, I want to drop this, but you like, no, because at the end of the day, you the end of the line. You get to make the decision, even though he's the order. You like, no, it gets like, man, you act in some type of way, but it, it can't separate that personal feeling from the business. So that's why I think it get kind of tricky. At hell yeah, with um big labels and artists, I I, I ask a lot of people this every time they come on. Artists complaining about deals that they signed. Before they were popping, and then they get popping and start realizing they're not receiving all the money that they would like, but they still receive money. But just the labels getting a big portion and a lot of portion of their money. What's your feelings on artists signing deals and then realizing? I don't want to say complaining, but you, yeah, but yeah, ranting, uh, whatever they um doing. Once they realize they're not getting the money, uh, they chill out. Three years down the line, they like, all right, shows then slowing down, but. 
ain't no money coming from these big ass songs out of me. Well, you gotta understand, like a lot of them artists been in fucked up positions, mm-hmm. like when they first signed. So they see them numbers, they like they taking it. Mm-hmm. So it's really they fault. Like you should have read the contract. Like I feel like if you go at labels with a business mind and you have like a plan that actually makes sense, they work with you. Mm-hmm. So it ain't always on the label. So okay. Um, you also told me through the messages you um linked up with um G Herbal. You said, how did that come about? Uh, I was in L.A. Mm-hmm. and um L.A. Whoa, big time. <laughs> 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 L.A. though, it was um that year Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Um, what like, the Bucks? Yeah. Oh, the recent. Bucks. All right. So we was out there, and um, my partner Lil had pulled up. He was like, yeah, I heard about to pull up. I wanted to introduce you to that boy. Mm-hmm. So that boy pulled up. That boy really in a track hawk and all. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, Lord. So that boy <laughs> called me over there. He like, man, I want y'all to do something. And the boy had given me his number and stuff. Okay. Did you hit him up? Not right on the spot. I ain't going to be fan, dog. <laughs> all right. But it ain't no fact that you ever hit him up. Yeah, I started sending some stuff. Okay. Um, you think it's going to come to fruition? I don't know. I feel like if, if it's meant, it's meant. Okay. Um, what's your um style of producing? You told me last time, Trap. Future type, is it still that, or you switched it up a little bit? I feel like I'm more versatile now, honestly. Okay. I like making all kind of music. Mm-hmm. Like What's I your favorite? Dancehall, R&B. What's the first one you said? Dancehall. All right, Dancehall. What's that type? Is like that like the like Drake? Yeah. Drake like, new like Drake, album? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Um, is there any artist who provides that type of music, though, for you? Uh, besides Zelly, Panabizo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Maybe we could check Check a check a song out, and I also want to tap back into you made an album two year two years ago I think three years ago. Will there ever be another song from Cam Bieber? That is Zelly. He um want to do a joint tape that we've been working on. So he said that like two years ago with you. That been almost done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, what was your favorite tape? A song on that um tape? I know you remember your tape. Uh, Ball Hard. I like to remember the days. Everybody say that. Yeah, that, that was that more mo feel, mo, that give you a feel of who you is as a um, person. Um, but I want to get to more more of the um, record label side and the music entertainment business because it's a um, it's a business where you can blow up pretty fast and it's a business where you can be in the same position for a long time. So, what is your marketing strategy to? Start dealing with more and more artists and spreading your producing out and your engineering out since you're about to be a full-time engineer. Well, like I said, social media, it's, it's like it gives you your own platform. Mm-hmm. So I try to use that as a tool. Then you got to make yourself like, you got to make people want to see what you're going to do next. So okay. I feel like not being too mysterious, but you know, holding some stuff back and then coming out with it. Okay. Um... Music label and mu- music and hip hop, mm-hmm. a big topic right now. Rap was dying a lot. Recently, JD Youngin um, was killed. And also, more recently, PNB Rock was killed. What's your thoughts on mainly in a rap industry, a hip hop industry, artists getting killed? You can't, you can't mix street with hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that's, that's part of the culture, but like, a lot of them niggas was in the hood. Like, Mm-hmm. You know you got all this money and jewelry on while you in the hood. Okay. Um, you know, like like Jada Young, you know he was in stuff too. So. Okay. Um, 
do do you feel it's avoidable when when you're a certain like type of rapper? Because the main the people um point out like the main type of rappers are like like the um shoot 'em up rappers and the kind of like gangster rappers I say. But which does the music open you up to more? I guess violence from people outside because certain type of artists are not getting targeted. Who not um I guess talking about that type of stuff in their music. Uh, outside the music, they probably was doing shit to people. Mm-hmm. So it's like karma too. Okay. But you know, if you repping a certain type of style and all that, some people gonna test you. All right. But I feel like it do come with it. All right. What do when dealing with artists like that, producing, uh, engineering, uh, when you ever when th- that time comes when you're gonna sign that artist, what will be what will some what can I say precautions being placed to avoid things like that for you since you will have a label or do have a label, yeah, or uh, being in that being around that type of energy, they gonna have to check in and you know have security. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, you can't just. You're not about to just go to Walmart by yourself, knowing that you got <laughs> all this jewelry on and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> is it a, is it a big is jewelry an advantage or a disadvantage? Because people say it's a it's a part of the uniform when you're a rapper. Well, because uh-huh. pe- people want to see that. Right. They want to see that you're getting money. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it it's it could be an advantage and a disadvantage because you can have way too much jewelry and you going broke trying to keep up with a certain image. Okay. Um. I I also just saw um. I just want to get your uh, take on this. I saw designer, um, the old rapper um, who sung Panda. Yeah. Designer, he um, was mad at ESTG for um, saying he charged, I, I think, 70K for a future. He was like, um, man, ESTG tried to call me 70K. I don't know if it's 70K. I, wanted, I think he said 70K, though. He said, try to call me 70K. You is ass. You is garbage. You is trash. Man, do the car <laughs> Reach out to him. I was his just price his price. I was saying that too. I was like, uh, I wish I had my damn shit on right now. My price is my price. How you gonna say he trash after mm-hmm. you reach out for trying to get a feature? Mm-hmm. Like you expected to get it for free, or you wanted for a cheaper they price? Popping songs since what? Timmy Turner. That was popping to you. It was straight. That, was, that been um, platinum. Well, <laughs> if you platinum, you should have the money. Nigga said, <laughs> I, nigga said, I, I like this song, but it was platinum. But he, uh, he kind of. Um, Went below the radar um, after he um, mm-hmm. split from um, good music. Mm-hmm. Um, which do um, do certain artists get features, uh, collabs just for the free? Of course, uh huh. Because they split the profit. Okay, you're not about to charge Drake for no feature. All right, anything he gonna help your career. All right, so um, what a Drake gonna hop on your soul? Hey, you can have it. What they say? Your soul, not Drake. <laughs> What Kelly say? He said Drake love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, Drake, Drake did turn up a lot of people, bro. He Hell didn't. Yeah. That um, the one with Dirk. After that one, Dirk then took off. Hell yeah, he put him in a different bracket for sure. Facts. Um, right now, who are your top artists at the moment? Top five artists in this game. You're, you know number one already. All right. Future. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to Tory Lanez a lot lately. Okay, new his, his new um shit just dropped. I think. I'm sorry, I not sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. uh, Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. He been gone though since the um accident. That that, that, um, he got a YouTube on the way. I know. I'm waiting on it. That's yeah, one. That's one of my favorite artists. So. Yeah, that's really all I listen to. That's all you listen to. 
Dang. As far as in the industry. Okay. Who you list to outside of the industry? Locally? Mm-hmm. 4-9. Mm-hmm. You know. 4-9 not local no more, sir. <laughs> Unnino. Well, they're from the city. They're not local. <laughs> All right, four nine and Nino. I've been listening at YD. Okay. Smoke three times. Mm-hmm. Besides the people I'm working with. Okay. All right. Um, when working with people, how do you connect nowadays? Is it just people hit you up, you hit them up? How does that work? Most of the people I be working with, I've been in tune with, so mm-hmm. they ain't like them just hitting me up. So, and like I like I like in house sessions, so I'm gonna actually pull up. All right, you like being right there making the music. Mm-hmm. All right, how do you connect with new artists though? Since you been, you say you work, work with some of the same people you've been working with. How you connect with the new ones? Send some through the email. All right, like that. Are you um charging for? Um, you know, some people just be like, send me a pack. I want to um, hear some shit. You charge for that? Not just sending it. I send them some snippets. Like, once you want something, you, you got to pay. What's a snippet? It'll a minute? Like 45 seconds. Because a minute too long, you can just loop that bitch and keep rapping on it. <laughs> Straight up, take your shit out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, now. The um, Cam, Cam, the Cam Be- Beamer tag. Um, Cam Beamer made this. This this is a popular tag. People know this when they hear this. They know it's you. Who made this tag? Was it you or was it a woman? It was a woman. All right. Um, is this woman, get, did she get any profits from this? Yeah, she asked to make it. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> now. I had a situation like that, though, with my other tag. Mm-hmm. She was like, she wanted like 500. I was like, you asked me to make my tag. Like, why would I pay you 500? What was the old tag? The, um, that baby I want a beaming boy. Oh, all right. So you got rid of that? I, I still got it. All right. Did you pay her? No. Why would I give you, <laughs> you asked to do it yourself. Why would I give you five hundred? Man, you know she coming when you blow, blow, blow. She coming. She I coming for more than five hundred. You got what? Two more in a vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, any? Do you have any projects on the way with any artists? Uh, by yourself? Are you think about putting together like a DJ Cali type? I, I dropped one recently. That um, Welcome to Beam Ball World. Okay. Well, um, I do want to do one at the end of the year. All right. How do you um? Link together all these artists to get them on one song because DJ Kelly he he get it the, he put a lot of big yeah. dogs together like yeah. and he line them up like top top of the album Drake then the next Kanye Jay Z Rick Ross Wayne he got big heavy hitters how do you get that done you send the beat get mm-hmm. the op- even open tell them leave an open verse or just do the chorus and you can put them bitches together mm-hmm. do people care who they on a the song with because most of the time when it's business. I know they got a lot of politics in New Orleans, so street politics. Yeah. Don't don't say politics like we talking about fucking the president or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about street politics. That's why I ask, do people care when they on the song? Because if you send a song and say leave an open verse and then you put somebody on that song uh who they don't get along with and then they come out, they be like, I'm on a fucking song with this nigga. Uh, do you gotta let them know this dude about to be on this song, you gotta mix and match and that just make it tougher, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really be know. I know what people be into, but I don't right. really be knowing because, like, I'm way out the way. I'm in my right. own world. I you doing your, do you doing your work. Who are some producers you um work with in New Orleans? Uh, audio hitters, Delion, amazing, mm-hmm. Trey Pound, uh, Rob Two B, people like that. Let's okay. Just keep doing. And when oh, work, Cash Cashbang, that's my brother. I okay. Gotta get him okay. And when working with them, how does that work? Um, because I saw. DJ Academics on the Breakfast Club, he um said, um in the industry, I don't know if this go around. When they be having more than like one 
produce on the beat. Sometimes you be having like three, four, or five producers on the beat, and you gotta pay each one and shit. You gotta pay each one five or ten bands, and then you gotta pay for all the other shit. So how does that work? Well, with that situation, I think I know what you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. they have loop makers, and they'd be like four, five niggas on one loop. Okay. So like, say if it's a situation like that, I use somebody loop. Like you would give them fifty percent, and they gotta split it up between them. Okay. Usually, the person that get the song plays though, they supposed to get the most. The, the what? The most what? Percentage. And what? How does that split? Uh, they well, with BMI it's a two hundred percent, but it's really a hundred. Okay, so I know. You, you just split it down the middle. Well, in most cases, well, I, if, if you work with me, I'm gonna split it down the middle because I know everybody gotta eat. Okay, so what if you make the most of the beat though? Still fifty fifty. Okay, that you're a fat person. Um, when. When dealing, we're dealing with artists who wants, do artists di- get discounts from you mm-hmm. for beats? Certain artists, uh, they buy more than one. My yeah. price is my price, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no type of relationship can get a cheaper price. Nah, unless unless we um we doing numbers and we just gonna split the song. Okay, that's how that seems fair. Who are some Who are some artists that you think are upcoming? Uh, how can they contact you to try to be a part of Be My Boy Records? <laughs> All right, thank God. We're going to come back to that one. <laughs> All right. Um, you, still, you still have your manager stay? Yeah. Okay. Where my guy at today? <laughs> Why you bring him? I moved to Houston. He moved to Houston? Yeah. That boy, he in, he in school for management now. Okay. He about to um, get an internship either at Atlantic or QC. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Music management? Yep. How you, what school he go to for that? I don't even know the name of that bitch. They said that boy, MacBook and all, like, they really serious. Yeah, that's tough, man. He about, y'all about to go to the next level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. Now, I want to get to a few more things before we wrap it up. But I want to get to the um the progression of your career so far. Because when you started producing, how old were you? Started making beats. Seven, 17. Okay. I'm 23 to be. And... For a new producer who wants to start producing, what is your advice for them? Uh, once you learn the system, just stick with it. Okay. And find your own sound. I went, don't switch your sound either because I had I had somebody tell me, it's like, you know, it's not that your beat's whack. Like, the sound just didn't catch on yet. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, as a producer, it's up to you to find the next sound and be ahead. Okay. So, when it caught on, it caught on. All right. Um, for um, also new producers... Who don't have the equipment? What is some things that they need to start making beats? A laptop and some headphones. Okay, does it matter the laptop? Uh, I use a MacBook, but if I could, I'd probably go back to a gaming PC. Okay, because the processor faster. All right. Um, and how much does that cost for the new person? I'm trying to break it down for them. How much they gonna need to get uh, in this game? If you if you get a MacBook, it's probably gonna run between eighteen and twenty three hundred. Okay. And on the game PC, they always like around twenty five hundred. Y'all, y'all might get a referrals on um, Amazon, too, looking at. Also, what software do they need? I use FL Studio. Okay. But they got... Um, Fruit Loops? Yeah, Fruit Loops. Okay. They got, <laughs> they got Logic, and they got um, Ableton. Okay. And they don't need nothing else but a laptop. And uh, some headphones. Okay. Are you starting your own studio? You say you're about a full-time engineer. Yep. It's coming soon. Okay. Um, and what, what made you do that? Like I said, I'm ready to go full time. Like I'm tired of working for somebody. Okay. And I know, like, in order for this to move forward, I'm gonna have to be all in. 
Okay. I get, I get that. All right, so studio is next. What would the studio be called? I think I got to um, think of it. Yeah, I don't know yet. I, I don't want the name of being born records. So. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that. All right. And I see you still got the skis chain. Can you explain what, it, what is that again? Skis is like a way of life. Like, if you fuck with something, you see skis. Okay. I still, still bang with them. It's my guys. Okay. Um, any um, thing new you want to tell the people about before we get out of here? Uh, upcoming? I got like four or five projects on the way. Mm-hmm. So just be ready. Uh, top five orders in New Orleans. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> 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 At least somebody, I think it'll be bad. Like, oh, man. Bro, like we shit. got Cam B with politics already, bro. God damn. I plead the fifth. All right, damn. Um, Favorite orders in New Orleans? At the moment? Mm-hmm. Can't say your friends, Ellie. Um, I'm bumping that YD. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and w- one more. Do you listen to any female artists in New Orleans? Treaty. Treaty. All right. Okay. Nobody else. Not really. All right. I'll just check in. I would like to work with someone. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, I, I be trying to um. I be, I be I trying be to. In them in the club, yeah, I be trying to listen to um, more female artists. You know, I be trying to get them in get them in my playlist and get a little versatile with that. But man, this is Tavis podcast. This can't be my fourth time being on here, man. So. Y'all got to show some love, so we're going to have him on him a fit time, too, once he chart again. That's going to be um probably next month. But Tay Vizzle's podcast, man, Cam Beamer. Um, once again, this family, this um cousin right here. So y'all tune into this great episode. Beamer Boy Records, studio coming soon, and we out.